Welcome to the Falling Skies cast, the first podcast dedicated to Falling Skies on TNT. Hello, welcome back to the Falling Skies cast. I am Jimmy and Georgia, your host, and we're back for our fourth in our installments of rewatch episodes and later on in the episode we will be discussing episode number four grace of season one and we'll kind of again pick up some things that we maybe missed the first go round or some you know little things here as I, I took some notes as i rewatched it yet again and i think that'll be fun and i do want to say here first and all i guess where we get too far along in the show i am sorry this show didn't make it out in december my plan has been to release one of these a month up until the return of the show coming around father's day of this year now that it is 2012 uh, however, December was kind of crazy, and I just wasn't able to kind of fit this into my schedule. And I am sorry about that, but I do plan to have two shows here this month, one this week, obviously, and then hopefully one near the end of the month as well to kind of get back on track. And then hopefully as we prepare for season two, um, I'll have some more goodies, and hopefully we can get in touch with some more people and get some more interviews hopefully that's another plan we would definitely have for season two um, if you guys have been keeping up with the podcast we were on a conference call last year with Noah wiley as well as with moon Bloodgood, and sadly <laughs> we spent about 45 minutes on both of those calls and we're unable to actually ask any questions so if another opportunity like that comes up definitely want to take advantage of that and hopefully be able to interact with them this go around but if not i'll still be able to share with you guys the audio haven't got any information about anything like that just yet because we are still five months or so away from the next seasons to start so anyway but we did talk to umpo a few episodes back and uh, maybe we can set up some other interviews like that which would be great before we get too far along i do want to bring in some falling skies news from the falling skies cast studios it's the falling skies news with jimmy and emmy we definitely are excited that season two production has picked back up for 2012 and I'm not sure how much longer it'll be, but it couldn't be too much longer. I wouldn't think um, since they did start photography of some of the early episodes, like I think it was October. So they've definitely had um, several episodes in the can at this point, I guess, other than special effects and post-production type things. Speaking of production of season two, there've definitely been a lot of pictures and things released from the set. People like, I think we mentioned this in the last episode, probably. Colin Cunningham has been writing a blog. Um, actually, I think he's been doing two different ones, maybe. I think he's actually done some from the perspective of Pope as a character, and then some from his own experiences there on the set. So definitely check out the official Falling Skies Facebook page, Twitter account, or website. I'm sure that will be there, too, and you can find those. Also, I've seen that. Several of the Falling Skies fans out there that work on some different websites like 3 by Space that are planning to make a trip to the Falling Skies set. And so Robert, one of our friends on Twitter, at NZRobFL, is going to be up there along with some others on the set in about two weeks. So that's very, very cool. In addition to that, there is the Falling Skies clout winner, Hoko Boko, I think is how you say that one who won the chance to have a walk-on role this season of season two for Falling Skies, and that should be taking place soon if it hasn't already as well. So that's pretty good stuff there. Kind of related to Falling Skies, definitely I think so. And I, I saw this just a few minutes ago, and I think it's actually news broke yesterday. I hadn't seen it out there anywhere else. Was that Robert Odat, creator of Falling Skies, 
Um, also, the writer of such films as Saving Private Ryan and The Patriot has been hired to rewrite the shooting script of Thor 2. And Thor, if you're not familiar, was the Marvel movie. I think it came out last summer with Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, and it uh, featured Thor, the Norse god, and he is um, to be featured in the upcoming Avengers movie that will release this summer. And this particular movie, Thor 2, is scheduled for a November 15, 2013 release date, which would be um, just after the Iron Man 3 release date. Just throw that out there. I know that's not 100% Falling Skies related, other than the fact that the creator of the show, Robert Rodat, is doing this script, which I think is really awesome. In fact, just the fact that you think of someone who's wrote for Steven Spielberg, collaborated with him to make Falling Skies, and then goes from a movie like Saving Private Ryan, like The Patriot, which are very great war movies to go into making a superhero movie that just seems like a great idea It'll probably do a fantastic job and and I, I think we'll probably report on that a little bit more here and there if we get more news from that but apart from those type of things on falling skies news i guess we're gonna go ahead and jump into our rewatch, recap or whatever you want to call it of episode number four of season one grace it's time for the Falling Skies Recap, part of the show where we recap Falling Skies. Alright, we're going to get into some of our rewatch discussion here. And if you haven't listened to the previous couple rewatch episodes, basically what I've done here is take a few notes throughout the episode, maybe trying to look for things I might have overlooked, maybe maybe you overlooked them too, and try to point those out, um, just discuss a few things as we go through the episode. It's not a full-on recap like we've done uh, previously, if you go back to the first Grace episode that we already have posted you know, months ago, this episode we'll just kind of go through, pick out some key points, and, and move along. It's just kind of a free-flowing time here, <laughs> nothing super structured. And uh, we're just going to start off with the fact that one of the main focuses of this particular episode is that Dr. Harris and Anne, I guess, have been charged with trying to communicate with the skitter that is in captivity. And there's several different scenes there throughout the episode of, of them trying to show it pictures and giving it water. Um, it definitely reacts to the fact that it's shown a dead skitter. It sends out that radio frequency. That's another one of the important points we need to talk about. We have the whole interaction with Mike, how he almost it seems like he killed the thing by pushing the gun to its soft palate and that little nerve bundle that basically causes it to pass out. This episode, too, is honestly more interesting, I think, now looking back, knowing that the skitters aren't really skitters they are something else i mean i don't know that for for friends we don't know for instance if this particular skitter was ever a human being or some other species but at some point it was something it has a harness attached to it and it made it grow into this spidery skittery or as pope would say a cootie uh and that's just kind of interesting and we definitely do see the skitter communicate later on in the episode which is kind of the whole point as it talks through Ricky once he puts the harness, harness back on his back. And he is scared of being punished for, I guess, failing his mission. And he thinks the only way he can be helped is to be killed. And that's just some interesting you know, insight into the skitter's brain, whatever species it might have been. One of the small like, throwaway comments that Dr. Harris made early on in the episode was um, skitter world. <laughs> like, where, you know, where's this guy from? Is he from Skitter World? And I don't really remember... When I heard that, I don't remember hearing anyone else really give a name of any sort to the home planet of the alien invaders. And so I thought that was an interesting comment 
Skeeter World. And I keep talking about having a little commercial parody idea. Skeeter World. You know, visit lovely Orlando, Florida and come to Skeeter World. But uh, I don't know about that. Uh, we do get into another thing here. We'll go ahead and talk about it. I guess with the harness and the kid, uh, we definitely see some more effects of the children that are harnessed. We have the entire um, thing near the end of the episode where the six kids with the harnesses are coming after Tom and his band of freedom fighters. These harness kids have weapons or shooting at the different targets under the control of the skitter, and Tom and crew are able to get away when they kill the skitter. But apart from that, we also see how Ricky reacts to trying to be freed from the, the skitter's harness. And we see him, he's healed from his cystic fibrosis. He also doesn't remember his father. And once he finally actually wakes up, he goes and grabs the harness and puts it back on. And then that's when he, you know, the skitter's able to communicate through Ricky and speak to the second mass. This is my problem with this episode, and this is something I thought originally in my first podcast episode recap. I'm sure you can go back and listen to it. I'm sure it's there. I believed Ricky to be dead once Mike ripped off the harness. Because everywhere else throughout the show Falling Skies, if someone removes the harness, even with medicine and training and whatever, the kids die. Except for the times when they're able to give the kids morphine to kind of make the transition easier. And they're already said they're basically out of that stuff. And here, the harness has been reattached. We saw the little tentacles or whatever they are, the little spikes grow back into his spine. And then Mike comes along, rips it off, and Ricky just falls on the, on the ground into his arms. Okay, so Ricky looked dead. Ricky is not dead, as we all know, and I don't know why. And I think that's one of the probably biggest plot holes in season one. Why didn't Ricky die? And there may be some explanation out there, but regardless, he was harnessed, it was removed, and he didn't die. And that just seems strange. And I don't, I don't think they ever addressed it. I, Like I said, I thought he was dead. The next episode show, rolls around and he's still there. I'm like, what? What the heck is he doing here? He's dead. So, <laughs> I don't know if any of you thought that. If you did, I'd love to hear it because I don't think I'm alone in that. Maybe I am. All right. Well, those are some interesting things, I think, as far as the skitters go. As far as more just along the lines of the second mass, we we got to see a little bit more Pope this episode and how Anthony here still not getting along. And we learned about Anthony's past and he was a cop, um, which definitely puts him at odds even more with the convict Pope. And I do like the line where Anthony says, one of these days we're not going to need you, and I'm going to come see you about Click's death, basically. Uh, <laughs> I think that's pretty cool. And then we also, as far as Second Mass stuff goes, Maggie's not being accepted. She's being watched. I and mean, we see her interacting with Weaver several times, trying to guess Jane, gain that trust to be you know, part of the team. And there are several mentions of Karen, too. You know, she was taken by the Skitters. Ben actually took her away. And there was you know, mentions of her being lost and needing a new rider. And then there was the scene in the bike shop where Hal was seeing a pretty little pink keychain, I thought, of Karen. And honestly, that's one of those things. I know people made this comparison, and I think we've addressed the comparison on the show before. The Walking Dead is a comparison I've seen people make, sometimes in a good way, sometimes in a bad way, to Falling Skies. I mean, they're both post-apocalyptic. The world has been destroyed by something and the people who are left are trying to survive and you know make their way 
And this particular scene here in episode four, Grace, totally reminds me of the scene, I think it was in the second episode of Walking Dead, where Andrea, spoiler alert, is in, a, in an apartment store in Atlanta, and Rick and her have a conversation about stealing, and is it really stealing if you know the world's gone away, pretty much? And here, um, it kind of seems like Hal is kind of reluctant to take something for personal use. I know they've gone in and taken food and, and supplies and things, but here it seems like he doesn't he doesn't want to just take it. So I guess he, maybe he thinks it's stealing too. He doesn't actually say that. He just talks about how he thinks that, that Karen would like it. That particular scene definitely reminded me of The Walking Dead. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think Walking Dead's a great show. If you want to hear more of my thoughts about that, you can check out the Random City Podcast. I had a short little episode about The Walking Dead. And that was episode 36 from November the 11th, The Return of The Walking Dead. We'll move on from there. One thing, too, that kind of stuck out to me, obviously it's one of the bigger portions of the show, I think, when it comes down to it, and that is the fact Laundress, you know, obviously we've, we've heard before, she is, I think she said Catholic, because at one point she mentions an Episcopalian church isn't quite, you know, Catholic, I think is what she says. And so she is seen praying for the missing kids. She's seen praying before her own personal meal, and there at the end she gives thanks before the Thanksgiving meal, which is, I still think is kind of funny that they went around the table and actually gave thanks for the different things they were think, thankful for. Seems interesting. I mean, granted, in any situation, you can you can be thankful for what you have. It could be worse. At least they're together. They could be out struggling, trying to survive all on their own instead of having, you know, 100 fighters and 200 civilians and food and supplies and a safe place to stay. So definitely could be a lot worse. But I do think that's an interesting thread through this particular episode was the prayer, the fact that she still believes others have given up their faith. And one strange thing we'll mention here again, I know we talked about it the first time around, was Jimmy pretty much interrogating Laudress about where she was from and where she lived and what neighborhood. And that just seemed so out of place. I don't know if it was just bad acting, but it seemed really out of place. Like either they're trying to set up something that she's not who she says she is or Jimmy's a weirdo. I don't know. That was just off-putting to me just a little bit, that whole little conversation. I mean, we got to learn more about her and her life. She wasn't from the area. She was going to school. But that just seems strange. Maybe they forced a little bit too much information in that, that particular scene. Maybe that's my problem. I'm not sure. But I definitely think Lodgers is an interesting character in the show. I'm, I'm glad she's there. I know some of you may have issues with her. I don't know. But um, I, I think she's a, a good person to have. Because most people, I would think, in general, most people in these type of situations in most movies or whatever have given up, have lost hope. And like hope is one of the things you need to survive in any world. If it's our world today or if it's a world overrun by aliens, you need hope to keep going. You need hope to carry on. And so I definitely think that's a good thing that she... She still has her faith. She still believes. And I think that's a good part of the show. And I'm sure if she sticks around, we'll probably have have more things like that to discuss later on. One thing I, I do want to bring up, too, this is kind of off topic a little, was the fact that Hal did seem to be kind of down and out because of the fact that Karen is gone. She was taken away. And Hal, the fact that he even thinks about her, remembers her, just, it really kind of reminded me as I was rewatching this today. Here's a spoiler alert, so don't listen to the next like 15 seconds if you don't want to hear any kind of spoilers about Lost Season 3. Skip ahead. 15 seconds going now. Skip ahead, I hope. Charlie dies, and Claire doesn't mourn like at all. 
she is totally just I'm going on about my life I don't care about Charlie but anyway I just I just think that was interesting that how wasn't like that how actually seemed to care about Karen and he was and she was just one of many of his flings in this first season like every single young lady seemed to want to be with how but uh I know we've talked about that as well one other just random thing that kind of stuck out yet again, I know we've talked about these as well, is the Harry Potter references. I, I think that's an interesting thing. I, I know Harry Potter's a popular book series, a popular movie series. It's just interesting that they chose that particular series to you know just bring up occasionally, like in the the Armory Part Two of the of the premiere, um, when they go to the the homes, they see a Harry Potter book, and we, we've heard mention there of how Tom read that to. Ben and here again we have a whole discussion about Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows and how Ben was too old to be having books read to him but Tom made the exception with Harry and even Ben wanted to have bad eyesight so he could have Harry glasses so definitely kind of a Harry obsession almost and I think that's interesting I don't know I guess that's just one of those little things that kind of ties it to the real world um, so sometimes you know when the science fiction it does seem so out of out of the ordinary it doesn't maybe we don't connect to it as much and i guess that's one of those little ways they're trying to to build that relationship that we haven't seen and, and don't see that much of i guess this whole season of of how tom interacted with his son ben I mean, we see matt we see how um, but we don't get huge amounts of tom and ben and so we do get a little bit of that backstory with conversations about harry potter which is kind of funny Okay, one more last little thing, and I think so probably wrap this up. I think I've touched on most of the stuff I wanted to speak on. Was that we see Pope stole a motorcycle to impress a woman. And for whatever reason, that again just reminds me of how, especially my first reaction to him the first time I saw him with the, the screener of the premiere was, this guy reminds me of, of Sawyer on Loss. His nicknames, his scruffiness, his attitude. And that just seems like a thing a con man would do is... Steal a bike to impress a lady. That just sounded something like something Sawyer would do. And so, I don't know. That just kind of another one of those impressions that I, I thought I would share. And I guess that's pretty much going to wrap up my thoughts about this particular episode. I have some more notes, but those are the things that really stuck out to me. And if you have anything you want to mention about episode four, Grace, please send them in. You can tweet us. You can Facebook message us, Google Plus call us there's all sorts of ways you can get in contact with us and we're going to share all that here in just a moment we do want to have a very brief time here of sharing some feedback from our various outlets just want to thank everybody for for checking in um to the show uh, i know some of you have checked in over on get glue i do appreciate that or you maybe you've, you've sent us a message over on facebook or twitter i mean we do appreciate all of those as well and so we're going to jump into our feedback section and then we'll be right back all right, well, we're going to jump into our Falling Skies feedback. Over on Facebook, it's been a while, but Yvonne and Gail liked one of our posts a few months ago now. Sorry it's been taking so long for this episode. I do appreciate that. And then I, I said Merry Christmas to everyone back on Christmas Day, and we had several people there that liked that, and that was included in Carney, George, Joe, Denise, Author, and Yvonne. So definitely appreciate you guys for checking out our page there on facebook you can go over to facebook.com slash falling skies cast and find us there and we'd be glad to have you join in on the conversation like i posted some information too about the uh, falling skies creator robert odats 
I'm rewriting Thor. Yesterday I posted an article, or is it Monday? Monday I posted an article about Frank Darabont, who created the Walking Dead TV show based on the graphic novels by Robert Kirkman, and he's actually developing a new show for TNT. And since it's on TNT, I figured, hey, that's close enough. We can post some Frank Darabont TNT news there, so if you want to check out that article, you can do that. And it sounds interesting. It's a, an L.A. noir um, story, so it sounds like fun. And then over on Twitter... We definitely want to thank all of you who've sent out the Follow Fridays or, or messaged us in some way or another, and we appreciate it. We definitely appreciate Umpo. Um, if you're familiar with him, we talked to him a while back on the show. Umpo is the actor who plays Anthony on the show, and he's very active on Twitter and will interact with you. So if you're on Twitter, follow him at Umpo AK on the Twitter. And a while back, he said something about he wants to go to Comic-Con this summer, and uh, I sent him a message and said, we hope you and the rest of the cast are at Comic-Con this year. And he wrote back, don't think they'll invite me. And that was on January the 7th, a few days back. So definitely several people who sent us you know, several Follow Fridays. Female underscore Haggis has done that several times. Definitely appreciate that. As well as Jewel Phoenix. And then Love Shishel G is another one of our, our friends over there on Twitter who's done that for us and sent us to follow Fridays and as well as Lily us five. And so definitely appreciate all of you who've done that. And then there's people who've sent us a few messages here and there at Mick Crossgrove. once said, Merry Christmas at Christine McDade said blessings to all in 2012. We've got some junk mail here and there. <laughs> F Schmeiser um, did say, thank you for the mention. Sorry, I'm late in replying. Best wishes to you all. So yeah, just check us out over on Twitter. We'd be glad to interact with you there. If you have any news or you just want to say, hey, that'd be great too. And so uh, I don't have any emails or voicemails to get into. And so that's going to be the end of our short little feedback section. But I want to go ahead and tell you how you can contact us and how you can interact with us and be involved. And you can be a part of the next episode. Because I definitely, as I probably said almost every episode, definitely would like you guys to be more involved and your thoughts, your opinions expressed. As we are about 158 days away from Season 2, we're still pretty ways out there. So if you have any thoughts or ideas, submit them and we'd be glad to discuss them. You can follow us on Twitter, as we've mentioned. We are The Falling Skies on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook, as we've mentioned. Facebook.com slash Falling Skies Cast. You can find us over on Google+. Plus. You can search for us there. You can search for us on iTunes. We are there. Um, we're on Get Glue. And you can email us at fallingskiescast at gmail.com and you can also call into our show at 773-35-SKIES that's 773-357-5437 and so we would love to have your voicemail, your Twitter, your email Facebook message we'd love to have that for the next episode and I guess that's going to wrap up this episode of the Falling Skies cast and we'll, like I said, we're planning to have another one here near the end of January to kind of get us back on track. And I'm sorry for the delay in this particular episode. And we definitely will try to do better. And so, from the Falling Skies cast, I'm Jimmy in Georgia. Peace. <laughs>